it's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day, he's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Now, let me paint you a quick picture of where we're going today. Greg Norman's back. The PGA Tour is in Tampa. And we have a really cool innovator in the golf space as our guest. And plenty from last week to discuss and unpack in the weekly update. So toss aside that bracket for a minute and enjoy the ride. Wade, give me Anthony and the boys. Turn it up. He says I'm going to win big, and there's no doubt about that, my friend. It's great to be back in your presence here in the studio. Welcome back to the shindig. Last week away was um, kind of, it was interesting in many ways, but before we go there, real quick, I'm driving over here today. Beautiful, beautiful day here in Jersey, 75 degrees, uh, it's middle of March, just like, just past the Ides of March there. St. Patty's Day. And all, I didn't, I didn't get shanked either on the Ides of March. So yes, that's, cool. that's good. And that's you made awesome. it through St. Patrick's that's Day. Right. You're here. And, uh, you know, I'm driving in and, you know, I love my music. Right. And it's Pearl Jam doing an R.E.M. cover. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this really it's amazing to me how music takes you back mm-hmm. in life. Right. So I, you're a huge music guy, too. We always talk about this off air. Right. Totally. So for me, high school, R.E.M., Pearl Jam, I mean, those bands were like really really resonate with me how about you i I was curious how about you high school what what was what was a band that if you hear it on the radio you're like oh man that's like senior year right there i'm a little older than just a little older than you when we were the uh into hair metal and that kind of stuff those kind of music particularly bon jovi slipper when wet that's my oh yeah that's my high school that was that 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 thing was everywhere it was you know that cassette was everywhere yeah that cassette (laughs) That cassette. Speaking of being everywhere, down last week in Ponte Vedra Beach, uh, Florida, and um, I don't know, New Jersey weather showed up. It was yeah. uh, it was pretty miserable. Uh, but the the event itself, and I got to give credit to all the people at the PGA Tour for putting a round peg in a square hole. Because let me tell you something: we get down there Tuesday, we're walking around. It is beautiful. Uh, Wednesday, it's kind of good. Wednesday afternoon, you get a little uh, Wizard of Oz type scene going on. <laughs> you know, this like the clouds start rolling in. Then the challenges start on Thursday oh, and man. Friday. Oh, man. Well, it was so brutal. It, it, I felt bad. I and was then, following. And then the storm finally leaves, and then I'm there Saturday morning, and, you know, I know I got to fight back because there's supposed to be snow here and everything later in that day, and, and then they're already pushed back to Monday, oh. and it's blowing 40, and, you know, the best players in the world, their first hole they have to play is the famous 17th, the Island Green, and four in a row, put it in the water. I'm like, oh, man, this is not, you know, thank goodness when we talk about read the line that I also cover the LPGA because I went seven and zero in the P in the LPGA last week in prop bets and matchups. Wow. So that right there bankrolled the fact that like half my team for Sawgrass was in that miserable PM AM wave that, right. that, you know, the first round took like, I, in fact, you know what? We just, we just got a, I just got an email from the PGA tour. The first round of the players is officially finished right now. Yes, oh, wow. It's okay. done. Yeah. Um, what a struggle. Unbelievable. Uh, but a very, very good week for our brands in general, because we made a little announcement over the weekend during the players. And that is, is that our friends at points bet, 
who is also partners with NBC and the Golf Channel and everyone else. Uh, they are a betting operator like a DraftKings or a right. FanDuel, if you're not familiar with them. They, in fact, um, are partnering with Read the Line. It, really? Yeah. What yeah. the heck, man? Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice little start to what will be a, a very positive future relationship. Very exciting. It's extremely exciting. You didn't even tell me about this. It's, I didn't know about this. I, I mean, these things, they just come together very quickly. Well, I had my, uh, my major announcement music well, ready. Well, we... <laughs> We were down there and people were there and we had to talk and we put it all together and, you know, face to face is better than a Zoom. I don't know if you've sure. heard, you know, I've and, heard that before, uh, yeah. um, you know, I put my uh, best Jordan Belfort um, routine on and, uh, you know, I sold him on it and Congratulations. we're and we're and we're rolling with it and, and continue to do so. And, you know, it's a big part of obviously all that we're doing on a weekly basis. And I can't wait to introduce everybody today to Michael Moose Metzger. Okay. And this guy, he is the developer of Fantasy National Golf Club. Now, don't be mistaken by the name. Fantasy National Golf Club is not a brick and mortar country club, et cetera, et cetera. It is an online website for those that love to geek out over golf stats. Now, some people just like to look at this stuff. Don't I don't know who they are and I really don't want to hang out with them. But for those that <laughs> like to play fantasy sports or, you know, like to handicap events or look and try and predict who's going to win, this is the ultimate website. I mean, it, literally opening Pandora's box when you're going to Fantasy National. And I can't wait to talk to him about how all of this came together only just a couple years ago. And it, uh, he's a really fascinating guy and a bit of a comedian. So we're going to have some fun with Moose this afternoon. And you know who else is having some fun? Who's that? Are the guys down playing the Valspar in Tampa Bay. Okay. And the reason I say that is that because usually Innisbrook Resort or specifically the Copperhead course where they are playing this week and competing in the Valspar Championship is very difficult. But we've had some wet weather in Florida. I don't know if you've heard. We've had some wet weather. I've heard. There's been some wet weather in Florida. And that has softened the golf course up. And as a result, oh, yeah. the leaders yesterday at the conclusion of round one were seven under. And there was four guys there. Johnny Vegas, Sam Burns, your defending champion, Adam Hadwin, and David Lipsky. Right? So they were seven under. And 89 guys joined them under par. You know, I love that stat. So yes, the, you do. Yeah, it's, it gives you a very quick idea. Now, to give you, an, to give you a little bit of perspective here, Mr. Wade Weezer. Is Johnny is, Vegas a real name? It is. Okay. It is. In fact, you know, Johnny Vegas, I saw him last week, and that guy has one of those smiles, right? Yeah. He, he was walking by me, and, you know, I'm like over by the practice putting green. I, I remember this specifically because he's a big dude, Okay. right? He's probably like 6'3", like 220. He's, he's a big, strong dude, but he's got this really, really infectious well, smile. I meant to say, Johnny right? Vegas is such an awesome name. Is it authentic? Because he's so big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's probably not listening because he, he's playing in the Valspar. Fair enough. But, Great smile, um, huh? Oh, God. So he's walking by me, and I was like, I was like, Vegas, go kill it this week. And he gives me a big ear to ear. And I was like, oh, that's made my day. I, I, and, a, and a very, very well-liked guy out there on tour, um, Venezuela, okay. right, is where he's from. So he spells Johnny like J-H-O-N-N-Y. Sure. And I mean, Johnny Vegas. I mean, it's a great. It's, 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 you can't make, you couldn't make a better name. It's a great name. It's a great name. You know, and he, first round leader with three other guys. But in past years, and the point I was trying to make before you interrupted me, and we got a little bit on a tangent there, um, was that, I mean, <laughs> my brain alone interrupts me. Yeah, you know, know, when you do it, it gets even worse. And I do it intentionally. So, His brain doesn't. Uh, 
year in and year out, the winner is like seven or eight or nine under for four rounds. And this is one round, and we've got four guys at seven under. We've got three guys at six under. We've got another three guys, including JT at five under. This is after round one. Then we had 22 guys at four under, including DJ, Gary Woodland, Brooksy. Uh, you got Xander. You got Webb Simpson there. You got Colin Morikawa and another 15 guys at three under. So as like we said, 89 guys under par already the the Last year, I think Sam Burns. You got to remember the event last year was in May. It wasn't its usual right. spot in March, and Love it was it. and the the golf course have you know in Florida has to be saved, so it has to be a little bit it has to it definitely has to be more damp in order to keep the grass alive. So last year's winner Sam Burns, seventeen under. This year, I think we're heading towards and I, and I wrote about this because I I thought based upon all the wet weather they had that I mean these guys are so good when it's not firm and fast, just like it showed um, at TPC Sawgrass without the wind that the guys could score and they can make a lot of birdies. And, you know, it was it was a really interesting week down there. And there were so many different storylines going on at TPC Sawgrass. And of course, your winner was Cam Smith and he and he won the three point six million. Kudos to him and everything. But one of these storylines that's just not going away is our good friend. Greg Norman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Phil Mickelson, he's found himself away, right? And, you know, there was a lot of questions about Phil Mickelson, but Jay Monahan, and we talked about this with Chantel last week, he pretty much pushed all that away. Well, it's a new week, and Greg Norman is back in front of the media telling everyone that Live Golf Enterprises is, is moving on. We now have an official schedule. We have eight events starting in London in June. These events, they are not going to conflict with any majors, any world golf championships, any heritage PGA Tour events, which I, I feel like those are probably like the Memorial or Bay Hill okay. or, or Riviera or something like that. Um, and the money that they're putting up is noticeable, my friend. It, it's, it's noticeable. So last week was the largest payday ever for a professional golf event it was 20 million dollar purse and 3.6 million for the first place wow. prize camp smith all right they're all of the all eight of their events i think the first seven are a 20 million dollar purse plus an extra five million dollar kicker thrown mm. in there for for team stuff just okay kick. now all of this stuff isn't necessarily all defined at this point of course right but now they have dates and they have locations end of july they're coming to trump bedminster Really? Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Cue your Donald Trump impression because or practice for. for I like the welcome jaws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the it's, shock. He's it, the shock. <laughs> you know, he's the shock. He's well, it's it's going to be. I mean, right here in New Jersey, they're going to Boston, Chicago. They're going. They have four or five events in the States. Now, here's the kicker, right? Mm. No TV deal yet. Because yes. he's getting asked because Norman's getting asked all the questions. He's doing the rounds like he just put out a book, not that he could write or anything, but he doesn't have any, <laughs> he has no players and he has no TV deal yet. But then it came out that he was he was soliciting for a five hundred million dollar for the rights to stream and to broadcast these events. But he has no players listed yet. No. Right. And when they ask him about the players, he's like, well, you know, I'm a startup. I'm like, sure. oh, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Like he's in his mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. This is like a two hundred and fifty million dollar purse over eight events. But we're just a startup. We're we're OK. Um, and then the best part of the whole thing. Because I know we gotta we gotta we gotta run in a second here, but the best part of the whole thing is he gets asked about Phil. He's gotta get asked about sure. Phil. And he's like, Well, you know, I haven't spoken to Phil since Riviera, which is when all the scary 
MFers comments <laughs> came out and all that stuff. Yep, and this is just yep, leverage yep. and and Phil went off the deep end. So it you know, he's got he's got no comment from Phil and he's got no players. So I, I'm not quite sure where all of this stands. Again, here's where I'm at in this, folks, right? Here's my hot take. If a couple times a year, the best players in the world are all going to show up and they're all going to buy in, I'm great with that. But if we start splitting people up at times of the year where, you know, I could watch them over here in the States on the PGA Tour and I'm going to get more, like I'm going to get a week like I get this week. I've got JT, Morikawa, DJ, Brooks, all in the same event. Johnny Vegas, they're all there, Right. That's what I want. That's what every golf fan wants. Of course. That's what we want when we watch the LPGA. We want Nelly. We want Jin Young Ko in the same events. We want to see battle. Okay? And at the end of the day, if this just starts to dilute the pool, I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going out on a limb on that. I'm with a lot of people on that. As a PGA pro, I want to see the best players get together and play and do their thing and stop carrying this thing on like it's going to happen and like it's going to be a big deal. And at the end of the day, if whomever rolls out there, let's say it's uh, Wade Weezer, golf pro, he's ranked 150th in the world and he goes and he wins $3.5 million just like Cam Smith did last week in the, in the PGA Tour's biggest event of the year, but you win it. And I am ranked 20th in the world. I'm like, man, I could wax Wade Weezer. Right, 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 right. right, right you know, right. I'd be like, I could destroy this guy. I'm over here coming in third place and making a $200,000 check. And if I come in third over there, I make a million, right? I don't know that that's the best way to upset the apple cart. Agreed, agreed. You know, and I just hope people are thinking about it. You know, Norman sits there on his high horse and he's like, he's like, oh, we're going to grow the game and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Buddy, you cannot convince me. In any time in your life that you haven't been in it for yourself or anyone else but, right? All your gallivanting with Clinton and everything else and your in your helicopter showing up to PGA Tour tournaments and everything, that's great. You know what I mean? But just don't get me started. You know, you're started. Do not dilute the pool. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissed off if he dilutes the pool. Agreed. I'm telling you. You should be. Right this now. is your game. This you know? is your game. And you know what? I'm done with that. Let's move on. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on from there because there's a very important story that I have to bring everyone up to date on. And we have to go a little bit more somber on this because it it's just a terrible, terrible story out of the Southwest. And it's University of Southwest, their golf team, men's and women's golf team. And I'm sure people have seen this on the news. It's been on the Today Show. It's national news. But nine people passed away in a horrific car accident on a highway you know, speed limit out there, wide open territory, 75 mile an hour, head on collision where the coach, 26 years old, his first season there at the University of Southwest. He coaches the men's and the women's team. They were coming back. They were going back to school. Six students and himself all passed away. There's two students that were airlifted um, in critical condition. As of today, this happened on Tuesday night. Um, as of today, they, those those two young men are doing better. But and then the the driver and the passenger of the other car, a pickup truck, which swerved into their lane and had this head-on high-speed collision. Um, both of them are deceased, so that's the nine people that have passed away. As it turns out, the news and the investigation, it seems as if a 13-year-old boy was driving the truck that swerved into the lane, which hit the van. Which I mean, this I mean, more no and words, more, yeah. uh, more and more is going to come out. Um, the only thing I want to say on behalf of everyone involved and for our family, our ecosystem that, you know, 
that I love and that you support there, Mr. Wade Weezer, wholeheartedly, is that everyone in golf is thinking about the University of Southwest, and we hate to see this happen. It it's it's really it gives me a heavy heart, and I hope that the families and everyone involved know that the golf world is one thousand percent behind them, and that you know what we support them in these troubling times and. Just want to take a second there to bring everybody up to speed on that. And then if you haven't looked that up, read the story. Just reading the story shows that you care enough about those people involved and what they're going through. And that's it. You know, it's just tough. It's it. It's tough. No words. You know, and, you know, it's just one of those things where it makes me really appreciate all that our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation do. Forget that they're sponsorship of us, but with PGA Hope and everything that they do to support special needs children and growing the game and getting more and more kids involved in school and everything, it just goes to show you what a wonderful world the golf world is. And that New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Quarter past three here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with Fantasy Golf's fabulous developer, Michael Metzger. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, he says I'm going to win big. Choose not to lie. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of me. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe Jenkins, team of me. His name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals. So individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. You know something, Wade? We live in extraordinary times. Speaking to just sports, who would have ever thought we could have access to so much amazing information? Today's guest is truly a super startup story. Michael Metzger paid attention in school, and with a talent for creating tables, he built one of golf's most powerful websites. I've been roaming around. 
You know, people earn millions by playing fantasy golf contests online. How do they do it? Well, with someone like him on their side. You know that I can use somebody. You know that I can use somebody. And that somebody is Moose Metzger. Moose, welcome to the Pro Show this afternoon. How are you doing this afternoon, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be here. Excited to be in New Jersey, I guess. Yeah, man. We're uh, New Jersey this afternoon is picture perfect. It's uh, middle of March and we have about 75 degrees and sunny. So everybody's driving around today, listening to us with the windows open and uh, just enjoying a little Kings of Leon right there for the moment. But, you know, it makes me think about all the golf courses in New Jersey are just going to be blowing up this afternoon with everybody trying to get out, thinking about, you know, the players just happened and everything, which makes me always when I get a guest on who is as involved in golf as you are. I always want to ask the question, why do you think golf is so popular right now? Oh, man. Uh, well, a couple of reasons. I think the pandemic's played a large part in that. First of all, you know, from a viewing standpoint, in terms of watching pro golf, it's, you know, for a while it was the only sport on. But then on top of that, like from a playing perspective, it was the only thing anybody could do. It was outside, you know, it was fairly safe. So people who were, you know, maybe once or twice a year golfers, had nothing else to do, so they started playing more and more, and that's getting into them. And yeah, that, that's that's kind of what what my thought on it is. Are you talking from a like a playing perspective or a betting on perspective? I mean, just it, just in general. I mean, we're going to get into the betting aspect of it and and what you do, but it's just one of those things. Like, I feel like if golf wasn't as popular as it is right now, I don't know that you and I that our worlds collide in 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 a manner of speaking. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think, I think just the fact that, I mean, it's a lifelong game. I mean, compared to any other sport, it's, you know, the one sport that adults still play. And it's, again, I think just being outside, being something that you can do, you don't have to wear a mask or, you know, you didn't have to wear a mask or do any of that, I think played a huge part in it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that also a lot of people don't, like you said, give enough credit to people want to do things outdoors and be active and the fitness component of the game. And I also believe that, you know, not so much that it was just the only option, but to a certain degree, I think that golf, everything's cyclical. And about 20 years ago when Tiger hit, there was a lot of hubbub going on about the game. And, you know, the world is round, and we've come back to a point where there's some really, really cool stars on the men's and women's side of things. And, I think that golf's turn was it, it was time to pop again, and, and certainly it has. And if it wasn't for that, I don't know that a place like Fantasy National Golf Club even exists, right? And this is one of the coolest things right. that I've come across during you know the COVID shutdown, and and as I've built my company, you know, I I look into all these different facets of what's going on in the golf ecosystem, and it's a really cool thing. And, and my listeners don't know, so we're going to need a little background basically on what it is that you have developed. So take me back to whatever it was, 2016, 2017, and you built a golf analytics website. Go from there. Yeah. So I get, let me back up a little bit and kind of get the impetus for it. So like, I've, I've always played fantasy football and I love fantasy football. I love the process of actually like picking my lineup more than I did actually like, you know, paying attention to whether I won or lost because I typically lost, I guess. But, you know, in playing fantasy football, you, you learn that 
you know, every wide receiver for every team, you know, every running back, and, you know, you know all their strengths. And I'm a member of Hazeltine National, and the Ryder Cup was coming. And, you know, outside of the top three, four names in the world, I really didn't know anybody else in golf. And so I'm like, I want to get into fantasy golf so that I – so that I know more of these players that are going to be coming to my course and know more about golf and make it more interesting to watch day in, day out. Well, as I started doing it, it I realized how many different stats and how difficult and time-consuming it was to actually play fantasy golf. I mean, you know, with, with, with football, if a guy scores a touchdown, that's good. You know what I mean? The guy scores touchdowns. He's a good play, right? But in golf, you're not going off that so much is like, okay, does he drive the ball well? Is he a long hitter? Is he that? Well, how do you combine all those things to give you an idea of which guys are good and which guys aren't? And so ultimately, I ended up creating a spreadsheet that just kind of laid this all out for me. And I found a forum of other guys playing fantasy golf. And I was like, hey, guys, how is anybody else doing this? I figured somebody else had a way better system because it's taking me hours to put together. And everybody's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Can you keep posting this? So I started posting the spreadsheet every week. Um, I'm a web developer kind of by trade or by learn, you know, I guess. And so I eventually said, you know, I've done about as much with a spreadsheet as I can. Let's turn it into a website. So I launched this website, and back to fantasy football, when you're playing fantasy football, you always know, you always want to know what the matchup's like, right? You know, is, are they going up against a good defense? Are they going up against, you know, a soft defense? Well, with golf, you know, everybody's playing against each other, but they're also all playing against the course. So how does the course factor in to, you know, their performance? You follow? So what I started doing is I started categorizing each round so that, you know, was it windy that day? What kind of grass were the greens? What, um, how long was the rough? And back at that time, the only stats you had available were the season long PGA tour stats, right? Yeah. So, okay. So let's say it's November. How useful are those stats? They might have three tournaments under their belt for their year to date stat. You know, because the season starts in September, basically. You know, so November, you got three starts. How useful is that? Okay, now let's fast forward to the U.S. Open. Now we're still getting those same season-long stats, but it's going all the way back to September still. So how, how important is, is that? So what we wanted to be able to do is we wanted to be able to say, hey, let's take every player's last 50 rounds, last 24 rounds. You say which number of rounds you want. And then we'll recalculate all those stats on the fly and say, okay, based on that, here's what you got. So if I want to know who over the last 50 rounds has hit their approach shots from 175 to 200 yards, I'm getting a little bit wonky here, but, you know, I can just click two buttons and there it is. And that's the answer. And here's the guys that hit their approach shots well from that distance. You know, a lot of people... A lot of stuff. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it, it's cool. It, it, I mean, I'm into it. So, I mean, that's why you're here. And I think that people that are listening don't even really know that this is out there. 
right? I mean, I think that the, the right. diehards that play DraftKings and they play fantasy golf all the time and they're into those contests, they, they know that they need the stats to compete. And we'll get to more of that in a second. But I think the average golf fan would actually enjoy taking a look at some of this and understanding why these guys are good and, and what stats really relate to better performance. I, I think it really, what it comes down to, and uh, what I love about your origin story was that you love the idea of picking golfers or picking a draft of players, right? And I think that that's the most popular aspect of all fantasy sports. I mean, that's why it went from season long to daily is because everybody wanted a draft every day. And, you know, people complain in, in May. They're like, oh, when are the when are the mock drafts going to open on ESPN for football? I'm like, that thing's three months away. And but but people just want to draft every day. They just want to be their own general manager. And putting together a golf team as a golfer is a lot of fun. And, you know, so it makes me think about this. I know that the site is pretty popular. It probably could be extremely popular and, and that's why I want to tell your story here in the New York City market but does it ever surprise you how popular it is because I mean you are into it but sometimes we're into things and we're not sure how much of a market there is for something it does it surprise you how popular fantasy national is uh, I mean yeah obviously it's it's really been surprising uh, when I when I initially launched the site I had no idea if it was a good idea, when, whether anybody would like it. I, I launched it for free. I was like, hey, here's a tool I built. Come check it out. And over the next two months, I had something like 4,000 people sign up. And all of a sudden, my server costs started going up. I was like, okay, I need, to, I need to charge. I need to take the golf club private, so to speak. So, uh, you know, now it's a, a subscription-based service where you pay either by week, month, or year. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, at, so at the same time, I'm not surprised that it is popular because, like you said, golf is popular and it just saves so much time in terms of like actually doing solid research. You can get in and out of the site and do some pretty hardcore research in five minutes. You know, or, you know, but there's also people who will spend all day on there and just dive super deep. Uh, one of my uh, good buddies, Kendo VT on Twitter, he, uh, he once said, one of the greatest things about Fantasy National is it answers questions you didn't even know you had. <laughs> so That's great like, because... And what I think... Go ahead. No, that's great because as a PGA professional, I mean, I have an endless, I have an infinite number of questions about the game of golf, right? And he hit the nail on the head because I look at certain trends of why players do what they do and how they perform and how it's so cyclical. And, you know, you talk about going back 50 rounds. I mean, 24 rounds is six tournaments if they make the cut, yep. right? Six tournaments yep. for somebody like JT could be over the course of three months. So, I, I mean, I look at very tight windows and I, mm-hmm. I get fascinated by how I mean like last week was kind of a crazy week weather wise but if you look at how people were playing through the Honda and through Bay Hill and then you and then Valspar is a very similar golf course there at Innisbrook the Copperhead course I mean you could really start to project and have some powerful powerful selections in what you're doing which which begs the question like do the people that are winning these contests, right? And I alluded to it in the opening, right? That are that are making six-figure salaries off of DraftKings for golf alone, right? They have to be using a tool like this, right? Oh, yeah. And I don't want to, like, toot my own horn too much, but I, I feel like Fancy National is the industry standard for what people are using when they're they're going. There's, there's some derivatives of it, but, you know, um, they're they're coming. Sorry, I think we've had two or three uh, 
DraftKings Millie Maker winners. A um, couple, you know, hundred, which is one of the cool stories too. Is you, you know, you get guys that change their lives by using your site. And one thing I want to tell your listeners too that we haven't got on is that we're not like a tout service. We we're not like a, this is the lock of the week. You know, put all your money on this guy. We don't ever say this is a guy you should use. We don't ever say this is a guy you should roster. We just have information available so that you can make your own picks and you can make your own decisions. Tune into shows like this to get, you know, experts advice on who they're liking, but then come check out the numbers yourself and go, Oh, I see where he's liking or, Oh, he likes this guy. This guy is really similar, but I like him more, you know, that sort of thing. It's, one of the things, fun things about fantasy golf is that we all play golf, and so we kind of understand that, oh, you know what, it's tough when it's windy, or, you know what, when the rough's really long, I need to make sure I've got an accurate driver. Or, similarly, if the rough's really short, I don't really care about driving accuracy. I want a guy who can bomb it down there, get it within 60 yards of the green, and flip a wedge up. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm curious now. Because golf's very unique. Do they have platforms like this with other sports? Like, does the NFL or the NBA or, or I mean, MLB is very stats-driven, right? And there's a lot of different factors to what goes on to success there, similar to golf. Are there other websites that have copied this or, you know, in other sports? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, football is such a huge market that there's awesome, you know, tools for fantasy football and stuff like that. Uh, the thing that fantasy football doesn't have that, golf has a sample size you know there's yeah. 16 games 17 games in a season how many games are there in a the football season now i don't even know it, it's 17 now right yeah 18 weeks something like that okay it doesn't matter but i get the point though right yeah. the point is, point is is that okay so week one what do you really have to go off of the the stats from last season are almost completely meaningless you've got a whole new offensive line you got you know where could be a new coach playing golf it doesn't matter. Yeah, golf, they're still playing golf. You know, the season ended three weeks ago. We've still got 6,000 rounds on this guy. We know what he does. Yeah, that's an, that's a really interesting point. And folks, if you're wondering who we're talking to, that voice this afternoon is the master behind Mooseonomics. His name is Michael Moose Metzger, and he developed a thing called Fantasy National Golf Club, which is not a golf club. It's a website where you can go for statistical analysis on the players of the PGA Tour. If you like to dabble a little bit in that DraftKings or the betting thing, which is extremely popular here in New Jersey. So if you haven't checked this out, you got to get to his website. There's no doubt about that. Now, Moose. You talk about if they are going to the website. Hold on, let's let's do this real quick too, though. If they are going to the website website they should go to fantasynational.com slash rtl for read the line oh. uh, and you'll save 20 percent if you, you go out and sign up there so um and you know what i'll even say this on on the radio here if you sign up and you're like hey this isn't for me find me on twitter the boostonomics on twitter i'll refund you no big deal um so kind of a risk-free guarantee i guess for today for you guys well, I'll tell you what, if they're, if they're smart enough to read the line, then this is the perfect partner, you know, and at, at the end of the day, it, you're very nice to give everyone a discount because the power and the knowledge that is available on your website is pretty significant. I mean, I know I benefit from it and I know my readers do. There's no doubt about that. So before we get into a couple more stories with you, Moose, I got to take a quick break for the sponsors. Could you hold tight for just a second? Absolutely. 
All right, folks, up next more with fantasy golf's guru, Mike the Moose Metzger. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Mike Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. But, you know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers, then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio, and watch exclusively on ESPN+. Is there a better feeling than winning a bet? Take it from a professional, a PGA professional like Keith Stewart. When it comes to wagering on golf, you need to know more than analytics. Stats are just a description of a player's habits. But what causes those habits to repeat? There are other elements you need to consider to raise your betting acumen. If you're the type of person who loves to learn and earn by wagering, then you must read the line. With an easy-to-understand newsletter format, in five minutes a week, you can bet with confidence, knowing the picks are made by a golf professional. Golf betting lacks an expert voice. Read the Line brings over 25 years of experience in the golf industry to every prediction. Players are not an exact science, and neither is betting. But when you consider the human element of the game alongside facts and figures, you'll be able to elevate your winning reputation. Go to ReadTheLine.com to subscribe, read, and win. That's ReadTheLine.com. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Face for radio. I, I get a lot of that, too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to our conversation with the Moose. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in hand out, baby. You know, the technology surrounding golf just amazes me. Trackman, data websites, the list is only growing. What a great time to be involved in this game. When I was king, I played at the hard and fast flight everything. I walked away. I I don't think we had to beg him to stay. Moose, you're still there with us, right? Oh my God, yeah, you're kicking some awesome tunes. First Kings of Leon, now Mainskin. Oh, loving it. Well, you know what? If you stay around for the third segment, maybe we'll open with the Old Fall Band. How's that sound? Oh, you know about the Old Fall Band. Come on now. Here at the Pro Show, my friend Moose. You know, I'm digging deep into Mooseonomics this afternoon, but, you know, we could go on forever. I, we, we do our research, my friend. I have sources. That is impressive. Now, speaking of research or just paying attention, you mentioned in the beginning you remember at Hazeltine and you were there for the Ryder Cup. So anyone that experiences something like is bit that's as big and as emotional as a Ryder Cup always has a good story. And as a member, I'm sure you were volunteering or you were there every day on the property, right? So you, do you have a quick Ryder Cup story from 2016 that you can share with us? Yeah, and so it actually the uh, Ryder Cup fifth hole is about – 120 yards from my house so the green's about 120 yards from my house so um one of the cool things is that i'd wake up i was there all day every day sun up sun down volunteering i was working on leaderboards which is such an easy gig we can get into that later for the Ryder cup i think on a normal tournament it's tough but Ryder cup there's like two scores happening every like 10 minutes so yeah it's pretty boring but i'd wake up and it's like pitch dark outside look i'd open the door to let the dog out and you just hear these chants you say USA, just it, it, you, like the second you wake up, you get chills. You oh, go man. There, uh, I had really little kids back in 2016. Uh, brought my 
three-year-old out to a practice round and we were kind of walking around the practice area and he ran right out in front jumped out in front across the path and tiger woods almost hit him with his golf cart oh no like he slams on his brakes and my my kid doesn't know what's going on he just kind of looks up and waves and tiger smiles and waves back and you know I don't know if I say luckily my kid didn't get hurt because I kind of would have liked some of that sweet tiger settlement money, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, like if you haven't done a Ryder cup, man, what, what a blast. And I mean, to have it on a course that you know really well, is just great, but I am absolutely obsessed with the Ryder cup. I went to Paris. I went to Whistling Straits. Uh, I've got my place booked for Rome. I don't know that I'm going to miss another one. You know what? You uh, I've been I've been to 99 and uh, that was quite an experience. I was working at a golf club, sister club to the country club at that time. And so I had all access. And that Sunday afternoon, I was riding around the golf course with the first superintendent, uh, the first assistant superintendent. And, um, you know, we went from match to match as they were all ending and everything. And I was there when Leonard made the putt. I mean, just just a life changing moment. It was it was really intoxicating on so many levels. Uh, if people haven't been to a Ryder Cup, they just don't know. They just don't know. You know, one thing that like, and here's what they don't know. So like, I'm sure a lot of people have been to a major or even just a regular golf tournament. Here's what the big difference is: is when you're at a major, everybody's kind of rooting for everybody. You're applauding good shots. You know, it's not like uh, the Ryder Cup. It's these are the good guys. These are the bad guys. And every single shot is so consequential. And it's, it's, if you go to a major after going to the Ryder cup, it's kind of, I don't want to say boring, but it is boring compared to a Ryder cup. You're going to see a lot more golf at a major than you are at a Ryder cup. I mean, Ryder cup is more like an international party than, you know, a golf tournament. You're, you're camping out on a couple holes, waiting for people to go through. Hopefully you've got some hospitality or somewhere to go kind of post up for a little bit, go find another hole. You might see six holes of golf the whole day, but man, those six holes are incredibly exciting. I mean, the point is this, there's usually four groups on the golf course at once, right? Yeah. So there's, you've got, just such a small sample size of people playing when it, even if it's a major championship, even if you're at Augusta national golf club, everyone's spread out all over the golf course. And yes, there's people, there's cheers here and there and everything, but it's this like massive mob that moves throughout the golf course with those four groups. And it, people are so passionate because it's, you're either for one side or the other. And then by the time you get to Sunday and you line them all up, mono e mono 12 in a row, and everything is on the line, and they realize how much pressure is on them. I mean, it just, I mean, the thing just percolates to the point where, you know, it's like a teapot. And then at some point on Sunday, the thing just blows, and it's just so good to be a part of. And, and you get swept up in the emotion of the whole thing. Like you said, you're planning on going to Rome, and that's not for another year and a half. So, I mean, at the end right. of the day, it, it is the coolest thing. And But, you know, let's get back to what to why you're here today though I, I just want to touch upon that and i'm very happy that tiger woods didn't run anybody over any three-year-olds that day and that that, yeah. cha- that might have changed the Ryder cup result forever but thinking about changing results of people's lives right somebody wins a million dollars from using fantasy national golf club from using your website and they win a million dollars that changes their life is i mean changing lives is that what makes you most proud of what you've built what makes you most proud about this thing that you've built well, you know, I mean, just it's, it's, there's 
a lot of pride taking that you've built something that other people love and use and you get a lot of positive feedback. But at the same time, you don't sit around and be too proud because you don't feel like you're done yet. You know, you kind of, I feel like I'm just kind of getting started and getting into the role of things. So, Well, that's where I want to go next then, right? With anything yeah. that's digital, especially in the world that we live in, you know, technology doubles almost every two years, right? In what are you innovating? What What's next for fantasy? I mean, there's a lot. If, if somebody went there today and they're first experiencing it, they're like, wow, there's a lot to digest. But once they get a handle on it, they're going to want they're they're going to be insatiable for more. Right. The fans of your website, the subscribers, the members of Fantasy National Golf Club. I am sure they are they are knocking down your door for more. What's the next innovation that's coming down the road? Well, so a couple of things. So, first of all, Back when I launched the site, it was very geared towards fantasy golf and that salary cap fantasy golf where you got a salary cap and you're picking six guys. Um, now, thanks to New Jersey, uh, sports betting's opening up everywhere. And so there's a lot more focus going towards sports betting. So we're going to start building a lot more uh, like betting tools. Uh, so head-to-head matchups are awesome. I love doing head-to-head matchups where you just got two guys, maybe three guys, and you just, is this guy going to shoot lower than this guy? And there's some good money to be had on there. I mean, because any given day, one guy can beat another guy on tour, especially this tour, you know? And you can get, you know, when you're betting football and you're betting, you know, the spread, you're betting 100 bucks to win 90. And I'm probably betting $10 to win nine between you and me because I'm kind of a cheapskate. But... With golf, you know, you're betting, you know, if you're doing a head-to-head matchup, you could bet bet $100 to win 280 and your guy only has to beat one guy. So we're going to start doing that, and I want to start really diving into some kind of next-level stats. You know, we, you know, we have putting by green type, um, which are you guys pretty much bent in the Northeast there? Yes, we have God's grass. We have bent grass. Okay, yep. Yeah, so... And if you've ever gone and played on Bermuda, it's a very different putting experience. All of a sudden you're reading grain, you know. Uh, I think I've heard that depending on whether you're putting into the grain or down grain, it can be a difference of like 20% or, you know, uh, on the sit meter. So my math's bad at this time of day, but, <laughs> hey. you know, a 20-foot putt could play like a 30-foot putt or it could play like a 12-foot putt. You know, but you, and you need to be able to see that. And so being able to look at which putter, you know, guys who grew up on Bermuda, it's no different. They don't even think about it. They just naturally see the grain when they look at the green. I, you know, I tell you, yeah. since I've had, since I first experienced this thing, Moose, right? I, mm-hmm. I dive into it and I love the different aspects. I mean, it talks about, you know, guys' tendencies on whether they work the ball right to left or left to right. It, it talks a lot about what their best grass is to putt on. It talks a lot about the different skill sets they have. And then one of the features I think is really cool when you start to talk about head to head and why are head to head matchups great, right? Where's the one place that we have the, the 12 most unique head to head matchups every other year? That Ryder Cup Sunday, right? So you're bringing, you're basically bringing Ryder Cup Sunday knowledge to everyone because that's why head-to-head matchups will be popular this week at the Valspar, and then next week, and then wait till Augusta when you when you can match up DJ versus Brooks or something, and the compelling storylines between that. I mean, there, there's so much going on there that you can dive into and have so much fun as a fan of the game. I mean, 
I don't even know where to begin some days. Just looking at some of the things, I get lost. It's like YouTube. I get lost in one of those like downward spirals where I'm like, I'm deep into like Scott Stallings and, you know, how well he puts on Bermuda grass. And, you know, I bring it up at a cocktail party and people are like, you're weird. And I'm like, hey, listen, this is some cool, <laughs> cool stuff right here. You know, I mean, how much fun? Oh, this just we love to have fun here on a Friday afternoon. How much fun are you having putting this thing out there and seeing all the reactions that people bring you back? Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. I mean, like, the best first, because I never make any picks, like, I never say this is a guy you should play, nobody ever blames me when they use their when they use the site and they don't do well. Because not everybody can win money, right? Not everybody's winning a million dollars. But nobody blames me because, like, I never told you to play that guy. But then when somebody wins a million dollars, it's like, oh, thank you so much for building this site. Without you, we couldn't, you know. That, so it's, it, it's super rewarding. It's, and it's... And honestly, it's a tool I built myself. You know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. And it's the reason the site came about is, A, I've got a bad memory, so I don't really remember what I saw on Golf Channel last week. And B, like, I'm lazy and I don't want to go dig into it. So, it's, you know, I try, to, I try to make every week you're looking at different types and different combinations of information. So I really wanted to make a site where, you can really have access to tons of information, but it's still fairly simple. Like it's the site works a lot like, you know, any e-commerce site, you know, if you're going to shop for golf cleats, you know, you might put a filter on, I'm looking for soft spikes. I'm looking for waterproof, you know, I'm looking for this brand and you just kind of do the same thing on fancy national where, okay, here are the conditions that I care about for this particular stat. Let's see who's kind of popping up here. And then from there, you can take five different stats and you can say, okay, of these five stats I care about, here's how much I care about each one of them. And it'll like put out a, your own power rankings for you. So like if you think strokes gained approach is the most important thing this week, you might, you know, throw that up at, you know, 40% and strokes gained off the T maybe 15%. The percentages don't really matter. It's just kind of more of like, a, hey, this one's more important to this. And it just kind of combines all that information says, okay, based on what you just told me, here you're, here's, here's everybody in the field ranked based on what you just said. Moose, I love puzzles, man. I just do. I've loved them since I was a kid. And this thing, as, as a PGA pro for life, you know, for, you know, I've been a club professional for over 25 years. I mean, this thing is like literally a cornucopia of just joy for me. You know, it's just so much fun to mess around with and everything. So let's go through that one more time. Uh, big announcement there in the middle. Of course, if you're a Read the Line member and you go to Fantasy National Golf Club and you join, you get 20% off your subscription, right? Where's the website again? It's fantasynational.com slash RTL. You need to use that link. There's no promo code. You have to actually, you know, when you go there, say slash RTL, and it'll say, oh, yeah, you're, you're referred by Read the Line, and you're going to save 20%. All so right. I highly recommend it. Like I said, I'll, I'll guarantee if, you, if you're not, like, impressed by the site, I'll, I'll refund your money. So. Well, you know what? I'm glad we got you on today because pretty soon you'll be at Harvard teaching Mooseonomics to somebody. I bet there's no doubt about that. Now, you talked we talked about the rewarding parts of you developing the site. One of the rewarding things I get to do as a host of this show is I get to know my guests on a little bit more of an intimate level. So we love we love to do a little rapid fire Q&A. My listeners, they love to get to know the personal side of those that come on the pro show. Are you geared up for this? 
Oh yeah, I'm so ready. You'd be. Are you ready for it? I mean, it's not. It's not uh, recommended to dive deep in the dark moose den. Well, really what? we'll see how we do here. All right, it's not my first rodeo. So here, here, let's go. If you could join one rock band, who would it be? Struts. What trait most defines who you are? Scatterbrain. On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at math? Six. A guilty pleasure you have outside of golf? I like to play guitar. Who will win the NCAA basketball championship? I don't even know who's playing. I'll go Duke. Are they in? They are, yes. That's a good call there. It's a safe one, too. Uh, Name a course on your bucket list. Um, Pine Valley. New Jersey. You've been giving New Jersey a lot of props today. You said thanks to us. Um, A lot of people don't do that, so I I give you credit for that. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. If any any of your listeners are members out of Pine Valley and they'd like to do a little Hazeltine Pine Valley uh, recept, hit me up on Twitter. Hey, you know what? Our dish points in all directions in New Jersey. So there's listeners out there. That's for sure. All right. Best advice you ever received. Oh. Pass. Can I do a pass? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's your world. We're just living in it. Yeah. You know what? Do things that you're proud of. Yeah. All right. We know you have a pet, right? What's the name? Uh, his name's Beta. He's our test child. Oh, that's awesome. All right. One more. Describe Fantasy National Golf Club in one word. Fun. Well, you know what? You have been extremely fun here this afternoon on the Pro Show, my friend Moose. You are welcome back anytime. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, man. It was a blast. I appreciate it. Everybody, we are fast approaching 4 p.m. as usual. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're coming back to wrap up today's show with, of course, the weekly update. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So he got away with it. 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. You can't just not show up for work, but... But if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even around the golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a team from foster care at adoptuskids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. 
Welcome back to The Pro Show on ESPN 920. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, this Friday afternoon. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. and Nice song choice here, Mr. Wade Weezer. Let's keep those families involved with that horrible crash in our thoughts all weekend. Yes, I understand that every life must end As we sit alone, I know someday we must go home. Just a couple things you know I have to cover. I'll post the podcast this evening on all platforms. You can check me out on social media. Of course, it's at readtheline underscore. You want to hear this show anywhere? Maybe you're out there at Hazeltine, 920ESPNNewJersey.com. Just hit that Listen Now button. And if you want to win, go to readtheline.com. Stay with me. Let's just breathe. All right. Let's talk quickly about our friends at TaylorMade. You know, over the past 40 years, golfers have inspired TaylorMade to make a lot of great drivers. But as we know, all eventually reach their limit. Well, TaylorMade is taking things beyond limits. 20 years in the making, they have carbon wood. The age is here. The weather is here. The spring is here. The Masters is less than three weeks away. Head on over to TaylorMadeGolf.com and check it out. And the Oscar goes to... It seems as if the biggest star of the Players' Championship might not have been a player there, Mr. Wade Weezer, Mm -hmm. and it certainly wasn't the weather. It was Goldman. (laughs) The Players' Trophy is a gold statuette. Well, the PGA Tour brought the trophy to life and animation throughout the tournament coverage. They had him reenacting special players moments. And, you know, Tiger got inducted to the Hall of Fame last week. So they were interviewing him and they showed him Goldman hitting his better than most putt from 2001. Oh, wow. I got to say that out. Yeah. They have Tiger looking at it like an iPad, you know, kind of like Jordan (laughs) in the last dance. So the the meme makers will be happy. You know, Woods, on the other hand, didn't seem so impressed. But overall, the online fans loved him, which begs the question, you know, how much pit money can he earn in 2022? That is a lot of guacamole, a lot of green, Cam a lot Smith, of green. Yeah, a lot of green. Cam Smith, speaking of a lot of green, Cam Smith was suddenly busy. Cam Smith scooped up the largest purse in professional golf history, $3.6 million. And although it might weigh his wallet down, it didn't weigh down his conscience because... The two-time winner since January posted online that he was skipping next week's Dell match play event in Austin, citing fatigue. Fatigue, right? Why can't somebody just post the truth? Like a picture of him under about 20 Foster's oil cans laying on the ground next to Goldman, like a guy in a gold suit. Or maybe even he needed the time to get a haircut. Oh, whatever. That would have been a good one. In a related story, money to burn. Poor Keegan Bradley, local star, right? St. Joe's alumni. St. John's alumni, right. strike that, right? Okay, major champion, had a rough time to finish the players. With two, with just two holes left, Bradley had a very good chance to win or come in second for the championship and the multi-million dollar prize. Unfortunately, he bogeyed 17, and then he double bogeyed 18 to finish fifth. Oh. Following his finish, Keegan was not available for comment to the media. Really? What were they going to ask him? How it felt to blow 900 grand? In, in two holes, right? All right. <laughs> Enough about the money. The DP World Tour announced their Ryder Cup captain this week. It's none other than the Iceman, Henrik Stenson. 
The Super Swede had been speculated by many sources to be associated with the Saudi League, but it seems he's going to turn that down and cap it against Zach Johnson in Rome. So it looks like Greg's lost another possible player for his tour. So you know what that means. Mm-mm. Might be time to call Phil. Ooh. And that's your Pro Show update for the week ending March 18th, 2022. Special thanks to our sponsors as we get out of here. TaylorMade Golf and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Always a special thanks to you there, Wade Weezer. Great to be in your presence again. All right. Now, before I go, one quick thought to leave you all about past regrets. Those who dwell in the past are seldom successful in the future. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the team next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.